0: Oh my, it's noon on Monday, December 20th. Zach's just limbering up. And this is news that you can use from YAA with your two favorite hosts, Zach and Ray.
1: How you doing this morning, Pops? I know it's early afternoon, but still, how you doing?
0: Well, you know, this morning I was much better than I am early afternoon.
1: Now I'm doing great. <laughs> so Pops, as you and I have been covering for a long time, aka our entire adult lives, we know that all good things have to come to an end, right? Like our Arizona Cardinals football team, they were good. That came to an end. Um, our happiness, it inevitably comes to an end. What I'm getting at here, Dad, Yeah, is the chip shortage. I think it's coming to an end. We're going to jump into that in just a moment. Let's do first and foremost. Let's welcome everyone that's joining us. Jordan's here with us. Uh, Carvana and Rivian taking big losses on the stock market today. Yeah, we'll probably we'll comment on that just a little bit. How's that sound, Dad? Oh, I'd I love that. <laughs> Diesel Tech's with us. Strategic Services. I like that username. Yeah. With us as well. Justice, always great to see you. Phil as well. Igor, happy to have you here with us too. Um, Tozik. We got Tozik in the house as well. But yeah, Pops, I wanted to talk to you. I think I think the chip shortage news. It's good, yeah?
0: Yes, yes. This is, I think, three or four weeks in a row that the chip shortage news is is, well, good. Not great, but good. And what's good about it is that, uh, what is it, Automotive Forecast Solutions? Is that who it is?
1: Auto Forecast Solutions. Yep, we track their data every week.
0: Yes. They actually, week over week, uh, have shown a decline in the loss of expected loss of production for this year. Not by a lot, uh, but but this is the first week where they have shown that there's actually been – that there actually will be more cars produced, 16,000 more, than what they had initially projected for the year. Now, 16,000, that's not even one per franchise dealer in this country, but it's a start. So, yes, it's good news um, for the short term. The long term is that the chip shortage isn't anywhere near over. That will According to uh, Boston Consulting Group, that should continue uh, right through uh, 2022, 23, 24, and uh, be totally uh, mitigated by
1: 2025. But, you know, with those long-term projections, who actually knows what's going to happen? But let's pull it up on the screen just so that everyone can look at the numbers here for a second. And I even saw some chat messages that were saying people are seeing more cars on dealer lots. This is back on the website, joinya.com slash guides dash chip dash excuse me slash chip dash shortage every single week we're updating it here okay so back in september three months ago the projected number of vehicles lost due to the chip shortage just comes from auto forecast solutions was 9.436 million vehicles so that was in the year 2021, they thought 9.436 million vehicles were not going to be produced that had know, been scheduled to be produced. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we know, just to be clear, we know that number is now upwards of like 10 and a half million. We don't keep track of that right here. We keep track of the projection because that's a better yeah. indicator of like what's going to happen in the future. Going up, going up, going up. Some of the biggest week over week increases, like back in the beginning of October when we were putting out videos talking about how the chip shortages only get worse. Don't shoot the messenger. It was just back-to-back weeks of over a quarter of a million cars getting taken out of production. Uh, was the expectation. Now, look you at know, the- as
0: as somebody once said, chips happen.
1: Yeah, look at the past month, Dad. Yes. All the way back to November twenty-second, twenty-two thousand vehicles was the increase in the estimated uh, uh, total loss for the year. Zero new vehicles lost for the, the year. Thirty-nine thousand, up a little bit, but not that high. Twelve hundred. And then this week, there you go. It's the first negative number we've ever seen since starting this track. We're starting to see, and I think the reason that we titled today's stream the way that we did, Dad, the chip shortage is kind of maybe over. Maybe. In the sense of, like, the worst of the chip shortage.
0: Okay, yeah. But knowing you, you you, you came up with a clickbaity title that didn't say the worst of the chip shortage is yeah. probably over. You probably just said, the chip shortage is over. It's not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not. Um the, the projection for next year is that they will still fall somewhere between seven million and eight million vehicles short of what they had intended to produce because of the chip shortage and other supply chain issues. Um the projection is that there will be a shortfall in 2023 and a shortfall. A smaller shortfall in 2024. Um, so the worst of the chip shortage is probably over, but the chip shortage itself is, uh,
1: I dare say, a long way from over. Comment from Space here in the chat. One of the companies that has been faring best, you could say, during the uh, the chip shortage and all the, the car shortage issues. Except for chip.
0: September and October, yeah. Yep,
1: yep. Toyota and Mario here in the chat saying, my local Toyota dealer in Southern California received the largest shipment of cars since the shortage started earlier this year. That's awesome. Wow, that yeah. is awesome, yes. And yeah, let's pull it up, Pops, and take a quick peek at it. This comes from our friends over at Boston Consulting Group. We don't have any friends over there. But it was posted on LinkedIn, and I found it, and it's really great material. So here's BCG's expectation.
0: May I say something? Yeah. If if they were to know us, uh, they would they would be our friends.
1: I know Martha, who posted this. She's very oh. nice, and she's yeah. been a nice advisor to us. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. She, I don't know if she works at VCG. <laughs> I, uh, I, she she used to. Anyway, all right. This year, ten yeah. million units lost. That's what we were just talking about before. But the projection is up to a little over eleven. And you can see we're talking about good news because the projection's gone down from like eleven point three two six million to eleven point you know oh nine yeah. million. Still next year, the expectation is we're going to lose 7 to 8 million vehicles from production because of the chip shortage, then 4 million in 2023, 1 million in 2024, and then back to parity in 2025. Part of this, let me actually go back here, Pops, because this is really fascinating. You remember we were looking at this. It 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 costs more money, and there are more chips in EVs than there are in traditional vehicles. So the uh, ADAS and, and AD, that's like uh, autonomous driving functionality, so cars yes. that have that cost way less in our uh, per, you know, semiconductor costs than vehicles that have autonomous driving functionality considerably more? What if they're a, a, a plug-in hybrid or a, an electric vehicle uh, with autonomous driving functionality? Then it's a heck of a lot more. So like the chip demands are growing as we're moving towards more of an EV and AV world. That's also partly driving this chart. So even if we are in a position where there's more supply, we actually need even more to manufacture the vehicles that we're becoming more interested in. Yes. So that's that's the lay of the land on the chip shortage front. It's better, but it's not completely. You know, worse. no, it's it's, yeah. it's
0: over. I I I saw a headline somewhere. It's over. Let's celebrate.
1: We're gonna be we're gonna be talking to Jared and Laura, uh, Jared Calphis and Laura Wehunt from Black Book tomorrow. I didn't want to preclude us from talking a little bit today about what's going on in the used car market, Dad. Because last week on Friday, yes. you know, I wasn't able to join you, but we had this headline come out from Kelly Blue Book: average used car price tops twenty seven thousand for the first time ever. I'm kind of wondering if like. Now that we're through the worst, it seems, of the chip shortage piece, will yeah. used cars start to come down in price a little bit? And, and the reason I bring that up, that is because there's this subheading here, inventory starting to build. America's used car dealers had 2.31 million vehicles available for sale at the end of November. That number holds uh, important news for car shoppers. They ended October with 2.25 million. So the number of vehicles and inventory is kind of starting to go up just a little bit. Tiny, tiny, a tiny, tiny bit tiny bit <laughs> but it's signaling to me that we might have some opportunity on both the chip shortage side and on the used car side like the worst i think is behind us knock on wood on both fronts we get the latest data from blackbook tomorrow that'll be a good indicator and jared and laura's take will be a good yes. as well and and i would
0: and i would love to get their their take on what they think um say the future holds through the first quarter of of 2022 um I don't put as much stock in that slightly elevated, um, increase of used car inventory as maybe you might. Um, it's, it is still significant. The inventory levels are still significantly below what they were last year at this time Mm -hmm. and majorly below what they were two years ago at this time. Um, and there still doesn't seem to be any shortage of buyers. So I don't really I see... think that's
1: partly why the inventory levels might be going back up then. I think there is like a beginning to be a shortage of buyers. Like we're starting to see cars sit a little bit longer than before.
0: Okay. Well, we're about to get into the busiest week of the year. Busiest week of the year. Okay. And, and that will all change from the week from Christmas to New Year's. By the way, may I share a story with you real quickly Please. that has a lot to do with sales? So I talked to my good buddy, Glenn Bob, yesterday, our good good buddy, Glenn Bob. Yeah, I love Glenn. And, yeah. And um, so, you know, his dealership sets sales objectives for each sales person and and glenn's objection objective for this month i believe is 17 units and, um, and so used. he uh, so yeah new and used and and so he got called well yeah, mostly used because they have 208 used cars in stock and 30 new wow. uh, okay but you know a lot of the stuff they have coming in is pre-sold so glenn got called out because he only has he, You know, they, they say he only has six cars sold. And Glenn said, no, I, I, I've got 24 cars sold. And they said, well, well yeah, but the board only shows you with, with with six. He said, well, I sold the hell out of those other 24. It's not my fault <laughs> the 18 people didn't buy them. He said, but uh, I really sold those sons of guns. It's just the people the people didn't move forward just yet. Um, which I, and I promised Glenn I would bring that up in today's show. Yeah. Um, but You know, it's so true. I mean, a salesman is always, or a salesperson is always selling. You know, whether or not the consumer is always buying is 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 a different, different question altogether.
1: So, and Igor here in the chat saying new car sales demand had not slowed down. It's the used cars that are being slow to sell. Used cars tend to sit on dealer slots a little bit longer now. And and so I guess on the new car side, yeah, there's still no inventory. So they still oh, just no. fine up. Stops. But it does seem like on the used car side, I mean, and this is a bit anecdotal as well, like what I'm reading in the chats, what I'm seeing yeah. in the community forum, like I think used cars are starting to sit, which also makes a little bit of sense because it's rougher cars that are being offered up for sale. And to Glenn's point about, you know, he's selling the hell out of them, like more powered to you, <laughs> but eventually you got to actually move the metal up a lot to get paid. Yeah. Like no one's, no one's getting paid. The issue yeah. is, excuse me, not the issue, but like the challenge that, uh, that someone like Glenn or, or I think other salespeople are going to have is just making sure they can get people approved, uh, for financing on those things. And that's becoming a little bit easier. Like we've, we, we, we talked about a bit last week. Like there's all sorts of articles out about how there's loosening of credit requirements across the board to get people into loans so that they can do 70 month terms buying these cars.
0: Well, um, I, I think there are some players in the lending sector that are loosening their guidelines. Yeah. I would suggest that the vast majority of players are not. Um, but it that could be. Article, some, Let me find it. But it could be that some of the biggest are the ones that are. Uh, but yeah, if you look at that article, the vast majority of, of respondents said they were not loosening their guidelines. Um, but there are some who are. Uh, let me let, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, well, the dealers are going to seek out those who are not those who aren't. So those those lending institutions, the ones that are lowering the requirements to some degree, will probably find uh, that they're getting more loans pushed in their direction um, um, moving forward.
1: Yeah, this, this was the survey that the Federal Reserve does. Um, yeah. One was banks loosened auto lending standards in Q3. 46 auto lenders polled held auto lending standards constant during the quarter, but five lenders, four of which the Fed considered large banks, said they eased up, quote, somewhat, and one large bank had loosened, quote, considerably. Only one large bank had tightened standards somewhat. The Fed classified the results as a modest net expansion of credit to consumers. So- it's, it's there's no opinion here this was a survey from from leaders yeah. at these different financial institutions
0: yeah well i get that but 46 said no they no, really no, yeah. Yeah. yeah so like, the vast majority are not the, it's, just, it's with just, a just a better headline a, yeah yeah the, it's the big ones some of the big ones that are um and and you know it, it's automotive let's, let's, news automotive news is no different than you when it comes to clickbait okay <laughs> <laughs> they the, the headline says they're lucid in their credit guidelines. Well, no, the vast majority are not, but there let's, are some who are.
1: And so let's read through it. So of those, asked yeah. about specific policy changes and another series of questions, most of the banks that responded reported no change during the third quarter. However, however, three banks. Described easing somewhat on the loan lengths they'd accept. Nine banks, including six large institutions, narrowed the spread somewhat between the interest they paid and the interest they charged customers, indicating a growing competitiveness on rates. Only one large bank said they had widened the spread. One bank said it reduced its down payment requirements. Four banks, including three large ones, said they had somewhat lowered the minimum credit score they'd accept. One large bank had actually tightened that somewhat. And one large bank and one other bank said they were somewhat more open to auto loans to customers who didn't meet the bank's credit scoring threshold. So yes, you're 100 right. The majority of, of financial institutions maintained their uh, their like levels of uh, um, yeah.
0: But the difference yeah. is if that was the headline, you wouldn't have clicked on the article. Yeah,
1: um, so
0: true. yeah, so automotive news is no different than you um, and 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 most other entities today <laughs> uh, trying to rely on internet traffic to get people to read stuff or to tune into our show. Uh, you know, it's the, the the biggest star in Hollywood today is mm. clickbaity. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, why don't we hit on one of the other leading news items today? There? There's actually two, but they're both EV related. So let's hit on them. We've yes. got news out of Ford. They've got so much demand for some of their new EVs, specifically yes. the mach and the F-150 Lightning, that they're actually going to delay production of their Explorer and Aviator EVs. Oh. So the, the the story at Ford stays the same. It's like one step forward. We will call this two steps back. But they're struggling. They're struggling to keep up and actually uh, hit some of the goals that they've set out there in terms of EV adoption.
0: Well, uh, I, I I you might not call it two steps back, but if they're delaying the the production of uh, what is it, the uh, Navigator?
1: It's going to be the Aviator and the, the Ford Aviator
0: Explorer. and the Explorer. So those those vehicles were supposed to be built and come out sometime in 2022 yep okay and and so if you don't think this is two steps back then they'll say okay you should expect to see them in 2024 that's you're right that might be more like three or four steps back (laughs) okay um the the point is that they all have these huge plans and when I say all, I, I, I don't mean just Ford. I, I think every main major, major legacy manufacturer has these huge EV plans. Oh, we've and done pro- the video. We've, we've yeah. done the research. And, That's crazy. And, and projections of sales um, that they're not going to be able to hit because they don't have the capability of producing the requisite number of vehicles that they're basing all these projections on. You know, Ford is now scrambling to try and figure out where they're going to build these aviators and these and these explorers, whether it'll be in two plants in the United States or a third plant in Canada, because they're switching all of their electric vehicle production in Mexico to the Mach-E, and, yeah. and then I guess eventually to the Lightning that has uh, 200,000 reservations already. And, so, and
1: the, the, the justification for where they decide to build these vehicles is partly influenced by the federal tax credits, which are no longer going to pass in the build back better bill that was that was not passed by the Senate, but it was interesting. I mean, part of the automotive news article, like it explicitly says here, picking either flat rock or Ohio assembly would let buyers of those vehicles qualify for up to 4,500 in extra government tax credits because the government tax credits had a $4,500 hook on it, that they had to be built unionized plants in the United States <laughs> yes. Now, out of the window. Maybe there are, it's, it's fascinating the dynamics here and how the hell you're supposed to determine what you're going to do. Is beyond me you know with all these different uh Uh, well
0: uh, here's the good news it's beyond them as well (laughs) okay um and, and and realistically it's beyond anybody to know because if 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 those in government can't make up their minds well then how's business supposed to react to that and and that's what gets lost in this equation all the time is that big businesses are waiting to see what what government bills are going to get passed and, try and, and
1: influence them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, Toyota and a lot of the non-unionized plants that would be building uh, EVs were totally against the $4,500 in additional incentives um, for vehicles being built in unionized plants in, a, in the United States. So you have so many competing interests that we end up in in like just a standstill where nothing nothing gets done, everything gets talked about. Okay, it's there's a lot, of a lot easier to
1: talk about things, man. Yeah, a there's a
0: lot of conversation, uh, but but there seems to be no end to the conversation, and so I don't know how business is, any business is supposed to plan on what the future is, is if if, if the government is not in a position to uh, to help create that plan.
1: Let's take a peek here at what uh, Mario put in the chat. Looks like Ford is limiting allocations of the Lightning, and dealers are now asking people on wait lists to pay additional dealer markup as they if they want uh, one of the few priority spots or to be removed from the wait list. This is eerily. This reminds me of, um, and it may maybe it was with the Lightning or it was with another vehicle that had uh, a wait list on it. it was, it was the Bronco? Remember, there were these yes. people who were on the Bronco wait list, and then next thing you know, they're showing up at the dealership, and the price is now considerably higher yes it's the same exact story it's it's yeah. gonna be the same exact story
0: yes it, it, it is it is greed at its finest it yeah. is the epitome of greed at a time of year when uh, greed should be thrown out the window um but you know who, who are we to say but it's 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 unfortunate that that Ford has created such strong interest in these vehicles that they are unable to produce in the quantities that they need, so that those who get them are going to be paying a ton extra for them. I
1: want to mention, because uh, we've got a comment here, I'm hoping the Nissan Aria isn't going to be as popular LOL. Just going to share my screen for a second here. I'm going to go, we'll take this Ford article, and I'm actually going to Jump back over to the Join YAA website. Got to get a huge shout out if you go to resources and then blog. Um, we have Justin on our team who is just incredible when it comes to writing um, EV content. Where is it? Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Trade and Oh, I forgot to create the EV section, so I'm just going to search for it right here. Aria. He wrote a great review of the Aria. I guess we haven't even published it yet. Anyway, it's coming soon because I reviewed it just the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but you, go, you can see he writes these really in depth reviews, they're yeah, they're pretty good. So, anyway, yeah. Nissan Aria review coming soon. Uh, sorry, yeah, I,
0: be on the lookout, ladies and gentlemen. And when it is available, Zach will be the first one. To I'm almost
1: as here. bad as Ford, man. I'm almost as bad as yeah. Ford, well, you
0: know, you have Ford. to learn to under promise and over deliver instead of un over promise and under deliver, really. really? you got to be be kidding kidding
1: me. Okay, Pop. So I just want to take a second here, and let's jump into what's going on with our friends over at Carvana. And we saw it from Jordan in the chat earlier. Also, uh, Carvana Rivian getting hammered in the stock market today. We had the news come out of the great state of Florida. Typically, the news stories that come out of Florida are pretty newsworthy. This one is right up there with it. Carvana is on the precipice of getting their license revoked in the state of Florida because of all the title issues. This is now, I guess, the fifth state because there's North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Michigan. I think they've got some some ongoing issues in Texas. There's a class action lawsuit that I was reading about that's being filed against Carvana. It's a really, you got to be kidding me situation. And I thought I'd put you on the spot here. I know we were doing some filming earlier, but we'll talk about those stock prices in just a second. But you can't get people titles to cars. You don't have a business. Well,
0: not if, not if you're well in the car selling business, (laughs) you know, right, right now they're, they're in the, uh, well, we're, we're going to sell you a car, um, but you're not going to legally be able to drive it after the first 30 days. Um, That's not the right side of the car selling business to be in last time I checked. Um, that would be like being in the horse rental business, yes. and uh, they give you the saddle, but they just don't give you the horse.
1: So, uh, so take a peek at this, pops. You know, you know. I always talk to you about the stock market is a forward-looking tool, right? It's like yeah, the value yeah. the future. Let's yes. go for the past six months. This is Carvana's stock. It's down thirty percent. Thirty percent. Good for them. It should be down more. I mean, when you go to like then, then let's get like BBB Carvana. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it keeps going down. I feel like when we filmed a video on this, it was like two point two five. Now it's down to two point oh seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, then, it's,
0: it's, yeah, in their case, it's 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 mostly title issues. Here's a
1: here's a three star one. That's good.
0: <laughs> That's good for them. <laughs>
1: Then let's look at Vroom, dad. Yeah. Over the past six months, their stock is down a whopping 75%. The Vroom reviews over on BBB, there's actually a consumer advisory against Vroom uh, warning you of the different challenges that you're going to face there. So, I mean, this is pretty indicative. Yeah. If you're in the car selling business, but you can't actually get people to drive their cars, that business model doesn't check out. It
0: it doesn't. Um, You know, and, and there's there's no reason that a business like carvana which they have been in business since 2012 and they were um they they their heritage is drive time which has been in business a lot longer than that um there's no reason that they don't have the processes in place to to be able to provide titles to customers once they sell them the cars. Um, And the only reason they can't provide titles to customers when they sell them the cars is because they sell the cars before they have the title in hand, which you're not supposed to do most States and Florida is one of these States. um, They give the dealer 30 days to be able to provide their customer with the title. And, and, carvana and i believe it's 116 cases that have been filed against them so far in florida uh, in florida Florida, has they 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 have been unable to do that and their idea of resolution at this point for people buying them back by unwinding the car deals buying them back now when you do that are you are you paying back the interest to the people that they paid for these cars that in many cases they had to leave parked because they didn't have uh, they didn't have legal tags on the vehicle to drive them because uh, Carvana was just issuing temporary plates that weren't really legal Um, you know there's just so many violations involved here that you would think a business of this size should have been able to come up with the proper processes and practices um, so that they wouldn't find themselves in this position. These are the type of things that, mm. as they linger and as they grow, that can actually um, cause a business that had, at least on paper, looked to be successful, well, to fail. Um, and, and these are not like giant banks. These, these you know, Carvana and Vroom are not too big to fail they can fail and they can fail because of
1: their their business
0: practices um, because they don't live up to the laws of the states in which they're selling cars
1: uh, Jay Nagami in the chat. I have to sell my car to Carvana before they're out of business. You know, we were my dad and I were chatting about this before we went on. It'd be fascinating to see over the next few months what happens to their offers to buy cars, just yes. as their stock price continues to ebb and flow, and also as the market, of course, continues to like hopefully normalize a little bit. But let me well, show you this. Oh, go ahead, I,
0: I was just going to say, at a certain point, they might want to try and conserve uh, cash and some yeah, liquidity yeah. Um, because uh, they're they're going to have
1: huge.
0: Huge fines to pay. I mean,
1: so so look, look at this review. Like this is just, we don't advocate either way. Just make informed decisions. This is from JK. I do not recommend buying a car from Carvana. We got our car in October of 2020. It is now December of 2021, over a year. And we still do not have plates on our car because Carvana can't seem to get the registration done. It has been a month since we filed a complaint with the BBB for Carvana to finish the job. And we still do not have plates. We have done our part. Carvana is very wrong in what they are doing and lack thereof. We have received temporary tags from many variety of states from Carvana. But if we get pulled over, I don't have the necessary legal document to provide. I feel like I'm driving a stolen car. I cannot believe they currently have an A- rating from the BBB. This issue is happening with an enormous amount of people, and some are even filing lawsuits. No one should ever have to go through what we are dealing with when buying a car. And honestly, class... Whoops! Class, God darn it! Class action. You gotta learn how to spell. Like you don't have to look that far. There are class action lawsuits against Carvana right now. Yes, they, they,
0: they, they. Literally, they should be ashamed of themselves.
1: This, you're right. This, there has been so much momentum on the Carvana VRoom path of like you don't have to buy the car from the dealership. Remember VRoom yeah. Super Bowl ad last year? I think it was. Yeah. Um, this could be the death of this business model you know they they grew too fast they got so screwed up in terms of actually getting people driving in their cars and they go out of business like i i it's it's unbelievable to me that the core function is to actually sell people cars and they've gotten so good at buying cars so good at reconditioning so good at reconditioning cars well i don't know about that good Good enough I don't even know about that. I
0: mean, they rely on their warranty company to yeah. basically Silver recondition to the car yeah. after the customer has purchased it, not prior. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. No, that's actually – that's a really good point, Dad. You're actually really – like they they sell the car with the warranty. You buy it with the issues. Then you get the issues fixed back. At the, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, here we go. The title takes 10 business day to arrive, but they sell the cars without the title. They should wait to list it. The 100% they should wait. Yeah. Um absolutely. Bankruptcy will take care of the loss in debt and give them a clean slate similar to Hertz. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's yeah, but,
0: but, but bankruptcy could destroy that business model because the 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 negative press surrounding people like Carvana or or Vroom going bankrupt because they were unable to provide their customers with with legal title to their vehicles. Um could be so enormous that they couldn't they couldn't they wouldn't dare try to go back in the business again.
1: You know, uh Sam here is saying it sounds like Zillow Homes. Did you ever hear about that dad what happened with Zillow? Uh
0: what they bought homes and then they then they were going to sell them real quick or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because we had uh, in the chat here from from Turbo, if Carvana goes under, do you think they will have a fire sale? Essentially, Zillow was in the home buying business. They were going to flip them and, and make a yeah. profit. They, they built up all these algorithms and models to do that. And there's a famous tweet now. It was a gentleman who said he sold his house to Zillow. Yeah, it was the buyer. It was like for half a million dollars or something like that. And a week later, they offered to sell it back to him for three hundred and fifty <laughs> thousand.
0: That that doesn't sound like a successful business
1: model. Yes, I wonder if we'll see that with Carvado. I wonder. may.
0: May I say something? When I, when I took a hiatus from the uh, from the retail automobile business huh. and I went into the retail golf business. Yeah. Yeah, my my biggest sale day ever was the first day of my going out of business sale. OK, um, so it's amazing how much you can sell when you're going out of business. I'll just leave it at that.
1: So I'll leave folks with if you haven't already, we just launched last week back at joinyaa.com our vehicle search. So go ahead. Give it a try. If you haven't already pops, name a car. Let's name a car. Uh, Ford new. Bronco. Ford Bronco. You want two-door, four-door sport?
0: Uh, I'm a sporty kind of guy.
1: All right. There you go. Vehicle search. Use YAA instead of auto Trader. Use YAA instead of cargoes. Why? Why should you use why? Because it's got the same features. It's got the same functionality, right? You want to look at different makes, models. You want to see how long it's been on the market. You can actually sort and filter by that. And – My favorite part about this pops, when you click on a vehicle, you get all sorts of help from you, Miss Kimberly Klein and Mario. Our four-step buying guide is the only call to action. There's no dealer lead gen form. You can see what your estimated taxes and fees are going to be, know what to watch out for as well. When the dealer hits you with a $3,000 extended warranty, you can just say no, or you can come back here and you can buy it for half the price from us. And you can see all of the price history and supply information down here as well. Best part about all this, Pops, if you are going to reach out to Coons Falls Church Ford, click on that four-step buying guide. Yes. Log into your account. Do, 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 do. And use those email templates. They're right here for you. We even give you some trade-in support as well. Join YAA.com. Take a peek at that. Thank you to the whole team for working so hard to get this created.
0: Absolutely. They've done a phenomenal job in such a short period of time
1: yeah well i really appreciate you saying that pops yeah well it's true well um another daily news you can use in the books tomorrow we have jared Calphis and laura we from black book joining us jared congratulations to him got a promotion he was the vice president at black book now he's the president he's the man yes. over there and he's still giving us time i'm really excited about that
0: i i i can't tell you you know i i haven't met with very many presidents in my time yeah. um but most of them don't have the time for you. And and I I can't tell you how much I appreciate the fact that even though Jared was recently promoted to that position, that he's not forgetting us little guys and, and still still giving us the time that that he promised. It's, it's, and, it, it speaks volumes as to what kind of person he is.
1: And if you have specific questions for Jared and Laura, what's going to happen in the used car market, start tossing them in the chat, put them in the comments, talk to us in the community forum. We'll just be interviewing them tomorrow. We'll do our best to get out of the way and just hear their insights. Andrew's got a quick question for us, Pops, and then we'll sign off. Does your search website facilitate looking for a car without a given feature, like without a sunroof? It does not right now, Andrew. That's a cool function, though. That's a cool idea. If that's something that's valuable, I'll bring it up to the team. So thanks for sharing it.
0: I like that question. It's a very good one.
1: All right, Pops. Well, thank you as always for your time. And Jordan, you are right. 160 viewers is a record for a weekday. I'm glad you're keeping track. That's pretty cool. Congrats, Pops.
0: Thank you. Thank you for keeping track, Jordan. and, And thank you for being here every day. See you guys. See you tomorrow. See you all tomorrow. Love you, Pops. Yep. Love you too, honey.
1: Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you
0: soon.